I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Mocha, can you please uh, hit the breaking news? Oh. Sounder, please. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show breaking news. Boom. Uh, So I'm going to say this now just because the, uh, the press release went out a little while ago, so... It'll hit you up today at some point. Okay. Um, but I announced uh, yesterday that um, uh, June 23rd will be my last day on ET Canada. Hold on, what? Yeah. You announced it where? Uh, I told I told the staff yesterday that. What? Uh, Whoa. What? Why? What? Hold on, that's not like really? a like June yeah. 23rd of this year. June 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell, man? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, geez. Hey, first of all, yes, ladies and gentlemen, please hey. round of applause hey. for Roz, who's been just killing it on ET for the past seventeen years. Seventeen wow. years wow. since ET Canada's inception. Fun fact: I was at the launch party for that. You and I had a conversation. <laughs> I know for a fact you don't remember. I've no, 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 I was in high but, school. Uh, <laughs> but uh, congratulations! Thank you for Why? everything that you've done. Yes, and to, to David Morris, are you? Yeah, I can. See, yeah, you, no, you absolutely. Talk about it? Yeah, there's. I mean, it's sort of. It's not one thing, and I wish it was one thing because uh, it would just be a whole lot easier to explain. Um, but can you give us something? Yeah, no, no, I, I, I will. Um, over the, the the last two sort of years, like during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how I was going to come out of all that, but I knew that I was going to come out of it different, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happened was, as you guys all know, is I came out of it with a book. Yeah, and I can work two jobs a day and write a book. I can't work two jobs a day and launch a book. And I spent, right. I put so much of myself into this and so much heart and just everything else that I need to sort of give it, even if it is for that short window, I need to give it my sort of like all my attention because I think it's really important for people. Um, and, and I hope that it does what I, what I, what I want it to do, which is, you know, help people. Um, so there's, there's that. And then there's the, the, the other aspect of it uh, is that I've been present 
over the last couple of years because of COVID, because I haven't been traveling and, mm-hmm. and I've been, I spent a lot of days working from home and we figured out tech wise on how to do everything and make the show look great and all this other stuff. Uh, but I felt like I was a little bit more present. I was pre- more present in my life. I was more present for Catherine. I was more present for my kid, Roxy. And the idea of going back to something that resembles what my life was like before all of that is just a no go for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't go back to, I, I can't go back back to that because I th- it just hurt. It, it, would, it would hurt too much to go back to that. Right. Because I know it's not like saying goodbye. It's just sort of, you know, going back to what life was like before everything. But to me, it's just, it's too much at this point. Uh, and so I'm going to, you know, um, 17 years and June 23rd is going to be my last day on ET Canada. And um, it's been a hell of a run. And you know, I'm, I'm certainly, I don't feel like I'm done with television in general. There's other stuff that I would still really like to do eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm just going to take some time. I'm going to launch this book uh, and then, you know. Sit? Are you just going to sit? And then I'm going to sit. Yeah. Good. And then I'm going to sit. Good. So, so you as, it, you deserve it, as it is right now, I'm hashtag half retired. Okay. That's Still a month ago. Yeah. Still a month ago. Yeah. And, uh, and they're going to do some really great things. I don't know what they, what they have planned, but, um, but everybody up there and, uh, I know she, this hit Cheryl real hard. And I got to say something about her. We talked the other day on the phone and it was super emotional and she's lovely and wonderful. And same with, same thing with Sangeeta. I had a conversation with her and then uh, Jody and Laura who produce uh, both those shows. Uh, they're all just wonderful people. And I just want to give everybody the opportunity because for me, it's like, I want to say goodbye to the show, but I also want to give them the, you know, the, 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 the moment to sort of say goodbye to me because I think it's important to be able to say goodbye to each other. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what we have planned for those shows um, both the et canada live and uh and also et canada but there will be something i don't know yeah. how big it's going to be i don't know how big i want it to be but uh but there will be something um and uh it was a it was a hell of a run and you know it was a it was a whole lot of fun for a whole lot of years but uh, 17 years on one show like when you get into those numbers like you're up into yeah. like you know you're like in the in the like the the ellen kind of jeff probes kind of oh, world when sure, you get up to sure. 17 on yeah. one show and good it's unheard you, of right good for you for recognizing you know, COVID, the time period did a lot for people, mm. two people. It did change right? me a lot. Yeah, but good for you for recognizing and coming to the, the decision that enough is enough. Not enough is enough in yeah. that aspect, no, I know what you right? Mean. I know what you mean. Um, but realizing that and, and for making the, the decision that you made. And mm-hmm. um, congratulations Thank on you. 17 years. That Thank is you. just incredible. Can you have Thank your you. suits? Can you have my suits? Uh, I don't know when the next time I'm actually going to wear That's what I mean. Can I have the, the hand yeah. I, I don't even know if I'm ever going to get my hair cut again, to be honest with you. Bro, we should have like a, a suit burning party. Right? No, no I'm not going to burn that? my Are you kidding me? I have a Burns. I have a hundred thousand dollars worth of suits. No, 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 that's like, bad. That's bad. Yeah, I'm no, no. Let, donate, donate. Sorry, <laughs> actually, I didn't mean to say that. Can I, I don't just... want people coming after me, bro. I don't want people coming after me. No, we're gonna donate. Uh, that there's stuff. one hanger that I want. You know, I want that Jay Lindbergh hanger. Oh, that's long gone to the garbage. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, but, uh, no, but congratulations. Um, we're proud of you. We know the, fa- the the folks, the family over at ET Canada are extremely proud of you. Yeah, um, and they and they love this show, and they've been real good to this show oh, over time, the years, yeah. and and we've been good 
to them and we share a lot of stuff and I know that we play a lot of ET Canada stuff on this show and they always, always play stuff for the radio show on that show and like it's it's been a real wonderful I couldn't have asked for and just to, to sort of put things into perspective for people it's like this isn't the same company right it's like yeah. this is a two different massive companies that sort of you know play well together when it comes to me and these and these two shows and so you know both uh, both Rogers and and uh, and Chorus you know I've just been great over the years and uh, and so yeah no so it's uh, it's going to be awesome but no more you cannot have my suits oh, uh, yes go is ahead is it because is one I of just the said why it was because yeah, don't ask is it <laughs> because don't I have Maury, a, no it's a no. good question Maury, Maury, is okay. it because? wait wait no no just before you say anything okay <laughs> yeah. we've had some real nice moments yes in the past almost eight minutes now okay uh-huh. yes think about what you're gonna say yeah okay okay this better be now, a serious now. <laughs> heartfelt it's not that. nice okay. no kind no yeah. statement no. you better not be taking this man's serious work <laughs> serious statement from the heart yeah and Make a fool out of him right now. No, it's not, not nice or kind. That. It's a okay. legit question. Okay, go go ahead. Is it because you now wear readers that and you can't wear, read the teleprompter? Stop it, stop it, stop it. Oh, come on. It, I knew Deepa would love that. Stop. I met Deepa on that show. I didn't love it. I met Deepa on Deepa that show. Deepa was an intern on yeah, that show, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Didn't answer uh, my question. Uh, no, more. It's not because I need glasses, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, so anyway, so uh, thank you for uh, for everybody for uh, uh, course, listening man. and uh, allowing me to sort of do this on on this show. But yeah, June twenty third is going to be my last day on ET All Canada. Right, That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank we you. love you, man. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, head over to rosweston.com. Pre-order oh. his memoir, a little bit broken. It's out on September twenty seventh. Thank you. And as it stands right now, we've said this since. You made the announcement of the memoir. Right. Uh, because the, the biggest question, the only question from Dammit Maury was, am I in the book? Right. And right. the book hasn't been finalized yet. Well, I mean, it has, but I can make changes right up until the, the last second, I guess. That's what they told oh, me. Breaking and, news. And up until the last second, Dammit Maury has that time to work his way into the book. Yeah, because Maury had said, hey, am I in the book? And I said, no, but you have until the end of July, I guess, Yeah. Uh, to work your way in the book. And then since then, Maury has been in the book and out of the book. I you know? As he it stands right now. Showed up to a family barbecue in a sweater that had my the cover of my book on it and, and a QR Passover code. Dinner. Passover dinner with a QR code on the sleeve. Somebody could just like scan their phone on it and buy my book right there. I'm like, yeah. that's a great thing, man. You're in the book. And then a couple days later, he did something to screw it all up. And he's out of the book. Uh, and this one has gone back and forth. Recently, I think it was last week, in one show, yes. Maury was... In the book and out of the book, like four different yes, times. yes, yeah, and it, and it happens that and it happens that quickly, yes, yes. Uh, so in Dammit Maury's desperate attempt to make it into your memoir, Roz, yeah, uh, you called in the big guns <laughs> and went to his grandmother, his nana. No, oh, yeah, I know, and, I know, and had Nana call you, yeah, at home, yeah, to ask what the hell. Call his grandma. <laughs> Come on, man. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Is this uh, Roz? Yeah, who's this? Oh, hi. I'm Maurice uh, Sherman's grandmother. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? Really great. How are you? I'm fine. Listen, I heard by the grapevine that you're writing a book. 
Yeah, I am. Oh, very good. But then I also heard that Maury's not in it. Why not? <laughs> well, um, Maury's Maury has to, he is as he, as it is right now. I believe Maury is not in it, but I believe last week he was in it. And the Uh-oh. reason Maury the reason Maury's currently not in it is uh, of Maury's own doing. He him? Yes. yes. Oh my God! I was so upset because I mean he does so much for you. Yep. <laughs> and he and he really loves it there. And yeah, yeah, I love him. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I love having I, him on the show. But I uh, don't but, understand but, but, it. Yeah, but he has he has until the book goes to press end of uh, I believe end of July. So I told Maury that he has until end of July to work his way into the book. And, okay, uh, as long and, as he's in it. Well, no, 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 no. I said that he has until the the end of July to work his way into the book. So, so if he's in the book or not in the book, that is completely up to Maury. Well, I don't know about that. I'll have to speak to him first. Yeah, I think maybe maybe this is a conversation that you should be having with your grandson. Well, I started with you. I was very upset and very angry. Yeah, why were you angry? Because he's such such a big part of your show. Right, but you understand that this is my book. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you I guess you're up, right. Like. Na- Nana, you're not getting angry enough. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yes, shut up. You knew, you knew it was a setup. Yeah, on the, okay, Nana, on the count of three, we're both going to tell him to shut up. Ready? One, two, three. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, sucker. Guess what? Out of the book. No, 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 no. I got to be oh, proud no. of him and show the, the, the book around to the family. Yeah, well, as it is right now, this this kind of shenanigans is the stuff that gets you out of the book. Nana, let's just end the call. <laughs> Nana, we got to end the call. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. All right. I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will say this though. I was very concerned at the beginning of that call. I thought something bad happened to Maury. Right. Right. Oh yeah, because it's Maury's grandmother. Yes. Like, why on earth would Maury's grandmother, in the uh, right. amount of time we've been doing this show, thirteen right. years? Why now, would she call me? Right? right. I was just about to write something really nice about Maury to put him in the book, and then I realized that it was just all a ruse. Out of the book. <laughs> oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. If you listen to our podcast at half speed, the conversations. Some of them, especially the ridiculous ones, sound like we are way, 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 way up drunk. (laughs) And um, thank you, by the way, for your submissions, because this has become so popular that people are like on the daily being like, hey, check this out, check this out, check this out. Some people are even going into the archives and re-listening from episode one to find some of those convos and uh, send them in to us. The latest one comes from Noel from episode uh, 335, which takes us back to December of last year. Oof. And Deepa, don't you go nowhere because... Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is this? Oh, no. I think my favorite now is when we hear convos with Deepa at half speed. Yeah. Because Deepa, who is not a drinker... At all. At all. <laughs> this is what I imagine Deepa to sound like when she's drunk. But this was when we were talking about Deepa's cat, Tubby. Okay. And her discovery uh, <laughs> that she <laughs> had made about her cat being a brand new cat owner yeah. in front of some of her family members. 
Listen to this. Meet the law and a few of my cousins. They were over, right? And Tubby um, typically doesn't like tummy rubs. Yeah. But today, like this day, he just really wanted one. My cousin was like... No, rubbing his tummy. Yeah. And he was really enjoying it. <laughs> and then I look over and I see this little thing just yeah. pop out. And I was like, what is that? And then I realized that it was his wiener. And I was like, yeah. oh, crap. <laughs> and... At first, I thought he was bleeding because I saw this little, like, red thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, what happened? So did everybody notice or you noticed and you didn't say anything? Or did you say anything? I I bet you noticed and you screamed. really quickly. I was like, oh, he hasn't used the washroom in a really long time. I'm just going to take I'm going to take my cat to the washroom. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. So if you find a moment in our podcast where stupid conversation sounds like that, like we're wasted listening to it at half speed, submit it to us, please. My favorite is Mocha's laugh at half speed. I just love it. (laughs) Uh, Include your name like Noel did. Thank you very much for for submitting that. Uh, But Deepa, my God, girl. And he was really enjoying it. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, what a crazy weekend, huh? I wasn't in the city, so... I uh, I was like an hour 20 outside the city, east of the city, mm-hmm. and I was at the cottage. And I got there, and I was like water and plants, Yeah, right? Like it was, and then the girls were still back in the city, and they were going to come up in another couple hours. And I'm just like, it's beautiful. Like I get, it's just the best day ever. And then I go inside, mm-hmm. get a drink, <laughs> okay? I unpack my bag, put my computer on the table, and I, I'm like, okay, I should go back out and finish watering the flower beds because mm-hmm. everything was bone dry. And it was like I walked through like some sort of multiverse where I went in and it was the most gorgeous day ever and I walked out the door and I was in the middle of hell. Like it was crazy. I thought every tree on the property was going to come down on the house. Did you get the notification on your phone no because i got that i was like th- th- when i was driving up there okay uh-huh. it was like still in hamilton okay right? so for us same thing saturday it was gorgeous outside we were outside for like three hours yeah. doing gardening yard work outside stuff right? yeah yeah cruise, cruise went in for a little bit went in the pool Got a notification on my phone that right. said extreme weather alert. Yeah. And it gave you a time. And it said. Really, huh? The, like potential for. Um, uh, I can't remember. It said something about like. Yes. Just, the potential for scary as hell. Pretty much. Yes. Right. So yes. I was like, okay, dude, out of the pool. Right. Yeah. Next thing you know, clouds start rolling in. Right. 
and it's so friggin' wild the way the the emergency alert came in on my phone because it gave you a time it said like 12 45 p.m yeah right get ready to crap yourself yes yeah so we get inside the house yeah and it starts to rain and then that rain turned into everything that we saw happen but in our area it came through we got hail we got wind yeah nothing else happened our lights flickered on and off for a little bit yeah our Electrical was totally fine. And then, like, an hour later, the sun came back out. Completely destroyed, like, everything that we had done. So we drove out again to the garden center, picked up some more stuff, came back home and continued with the rest of our day. Two blocks over, the power grid had knocked everything out. And, like, trees were down and stuff like that, right? And then the surrounding areas, obviously, everything that you've seen on the news. Play the the clip that I sent you. Catherine was on her way, and so I stood on the driveway and recorded myself. And so this is what it sounded like. It was crazy. But it is. It is like wild. Like everything. Yeah, I would say that this is like not safe. <laughs> sure. So. Okay, I'm going in. My hat blew off my head. Yeah. Okay. And it went in the air, not rolled on the ground, in the air, 40 feet. Oh my okay. god! Okay, forty feet hit the yeah. side of the house, landed in flowers. My sh- the wind was w- um, under my shirt, right? That my shirt was almost coming off my body because the wind was like parachuting it yeah. up, and so we lost power. Okay, and that was on what time was that? Saturday, Saturday at like it was Let's like say one o'clock, like one o'clock. Sure. Okay. So and the wind couldn't even get your shirt off? No, man, not even the wind, Maury. So here, look at this. I'll do this right now. So we lost power Saturday at one o'clock. Uh-huh. And with Hydro One, if you text stat to I don't even know what that number is. I can't read it. I need my glasses. <laughs> your so, readers are right there, I know. man. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on. You want to just show me your phone okay. so I can tell okay. you what No, the, no, okay. no, no, no. So if you, oh, look at that. So if you text that to uh, 92887, they'll uh-huh. give you an immediate update on when your power was supposed to be back. Sure. So I kept doing that on, I kept doing that on Saturday. And I'll do it right now because they, they send you a text back. Oh, you e- still don't have power. They send you a text yeah. back immediately. So uh-huh. I lost power Saturday at one o'clock. Uh-huh. Crews, this is, I literally just got this now. Crews are working as quickly as possible to restore power and then my address. The current estimated time of restoration is 11 p.m. May 25th. Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Damn. Bro. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, I feel out uh, out in Woodbridge, like, we have friends that live out there who, in our old neighborhood, were driving along the road and filmed all the power lines that had like been ripped up out of the ground and like people out there didn't have any power up until some of them late Saturday night. Some of them not until Sunday. There are places in Uxbridge who still, those people still have no power. I have have no power right there, bro. Here's the thing though. Okay. When you live in the country country, Mm -hmm. you have a well. Oh crap. Okay. So, which means that when the power goes out, you also have no water. Yeah. You lose everything, which also means that we discovered you can't flush the toilet. 
Is there stuff in there? <laughs> okay. Still at the cottage? Okay. I'm just saying. And you can't even open a window. You can't even open a window. nobody's there. Right? Oh, no. No power, no water. No fleshy, fleshy. No flush. Oh, damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Dan, Maury. What's going on? Not much. How are you? Good. How was your weekend? It was awesome. I sat by the water for two days and watched planes come in and go out. <laughs> Excited. I got a cold brew, sat by the water, and was fascinated like for when hours. You, when you say like, cold brew, you mean like a beer? No, it was a hot coffee that ended up getting cold while I was sitting there. What's a cold brew? No, It's like they brew coffee yeah. over ice. So Man, you remember, a, remember back in the day when somebody's like, oh, I could use a cold brew right now. That meant beer. Facts. That was always beer. Yeah. Hey, that's a good point. Why are things, things are already a thing, and then you don't need to make them a, a no, new, but you whole brew new thing. coffee. You do brew coffee. I know, mm-hmm. but when you say a cold brew, that was always a beer. Only to people who drink beer. No, it wasn't. It was never a coffee. It was universally known. It was universally known as so a beer. So you had an I- iced coffee. Like, yeah, that's what you should call it. That's what it's, it was always called, was iced coffee. <laughs> I'm just using the the words that have already existed forever. God damn, man. Okay, so you... Yeah, you, so I sat by the water. Alone or with Matthew? No, with Matthew and the dog. Wow, then for, and we're, for two days. We're almost two minutes in this conversation. You haven't mentioned your husband yet. Okay, so you sat there alone with your husband and the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Watching airplanes come in and go out. It was honestly the most relaxing thing I've ever done. Yeah, and what did you guys talk about while this was going on? Which airline it was. But you were by the island airport. No, but there's either Air Canada or Porter, and I wasn't wearing my glasses, so I'm like, which one's that? (laughs) Okay, okay. So you just sat there for two days calling out Porter or Air Canada? Yeah, while watching blurry okay, airplanes. Okay, wait a second. So you didn't, you weren't like staying there for two days. So you did it one day, and I'm like, and, we and need was, to go do that again. We need to go back and watch planes take off and land, right? It was so awesome. Okay, so explain why you found that to be so zen. Like, what what was it about that that Just sort the, of? I guess the breeze of the water, hearing the water go in, and like the what the waves do. And and then, you know, oh, here comes a plane. It was just like a very relaxing, we had nothing else, no other bothers, just enjoying planes. It sounds like it. <laughs> Zero okay. plans whatsoever. And so how long would you say you sat there and watched the planes go in and out? Like about 90 minutes. So there were several times where I'm like, okay, we should go. And I'm like, okay, the, after the next plane, we'll go. And right. I'm like, you know, one more. And then one more. And do you and Matthew talk to each other during all of this? Or yeah. No? What yeah, you, he, what he ta- loved it too. But what are you talking about? Like life and stuff? Or you sort no, of we like were talking getting... about, can you imagine if we owned a boat? Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> do you want a boat? I would love a boat. You don't want to be boat people. It's too I would expensive, love a boat. man. Nah, you y'all would sink it in a my second. God, you don't want to be boat people. Oh, Hold on. Much then we work. talked about would it be? Would you have a good sleep on a boat or a bad sleep on a boat because of the the what the boat you know the boat back and forth stuff. <laughs> what do you mean back and forth? Yeah. You know when it rocks when, when the waves, just the natural movement of a boat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would that be a good sleeper? I said it'd be a good sleep. Matthew, you, have you ever slept you? on a boat? I have once. You have, and yeah. did you have a good sleep? It was interesting sleep? because uh, the guy that I was sleeping with on the boat. <laughs> I ho- did you did you tell Matthew your story of sleeping with other guys on boats? No, I just remembered it now. Oh, okay, good. Um, oh. Interestingly enough, oh, on the boat, that. the bed was a, bo- a water bed. Excuse me? It was a water bed on a boat. That doesn't seem safe. Water beds are very heavy. Mm-hmm. I know, but it, I, it was very interesting that the boat was moving, as was the bed. Yeah, because the, there's water in the bed. Yeah. Interesting. And who was the guy? I, you know, I don't remember. 
I yeah, saw right. Okay, there. stud. Okay. I saw him I'm one sure. time. Uh-huh. And I wound up on his boat. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sure you know who he is, and you keep in touch on Facebook. No, it was like, or you tried no, to, no, no, I swear it was like 15 plus years ago, and we met Whose on... boat was it? Wait, his 15? boat. We hooked up on the boat. How old was this guy that he had a boat? Like he would have been at the time in his 30s. And how old were you? I would have been in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. 15, 15 years ago? Years ago? Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, no. that makes so sense. Longer. Yeah, yeah no, that longer. makes sense. I guess it would be longer. Yeah, yeah. Shem coming in with the math <laughs> clutch. Yeah. So why you got to ruin, the ruin the a story? Also, where you at, Matthew, like 15, for 15 years now? We met uh, 15, yeah, we've been together you 15 years. Okay, I, 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 I don't mean to bring you, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you into this, Mocha, okay? okay. But I, I'm, I'm only saying this because I find it interesting that would you do the same thing that, that sort of Maury does, okay? <laughs> you know, you know Maury, right? When Maury talks about what anything he did when he was younger, he's like 15 years ago, uh-huh. right? And what you do is I don't think in your head, okay, you realize that you haven't been 20 in about 25 years. <laughs> Ooh, burn roasted. Because there's sometimes where you say stuff yeah. where you're like, you still have that sort of like, you. I think that you feel that you're closer to 20 than you are to the age that you are. Oh, then. burn you, roasted. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, because I am. Okay, right, right, right. But just so you know, right? Uh-huh. It's been like 25 years since you were, no, it hasn't been? No, okay, no. no, I'm wrong about Your that. math is way, way off. off. Shem, is my math off? Uh, way off, Shem. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Hey, Dan, are you there? I'm here. Dan reached out to us, Roz, mm-hmm. with this question. His wife, Emily, by the way, we have her on hold, so she can't hear this conversation oh, just okay. yet. Okay. But we will get to her in a second, okay? Dan said this. The lasagna noodle debate. My wife and I have been together for six years. She puts the hard lasagna sheets in her lasagna with no pre-cook whatsoever. I mean, it tastes fine, but what is this witchcraft? I've always and will always pre-cook the noodle a little before assembly. How do you do it, Roz? Uh, What kind of noodles are you using? Uh, The flat pasta sheet that you buy from the grocery store in in the the box. So so not, not the big, thick sort of ones at the wavy sides, right? No, no, yeah, the no. ones with the wavy sides. The, oh, okay, so, the so the, 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 sides, yeah. the, the strips with the wavy sides, right? Does the box say, like, no cook noodles? Uh, good question. Let's look in the cupboard. Yeah, go and get the box. Go I have get the box. Ne- while you do that, I have never, ever heard of anyone cooking lasagna without pre-cooking the noodles. Well, people do. They buy they buy these they buy these no-cook noodles, uh-huh. and then they, they stack them hard. Uh, while they're making the lasagna, and then basically they're making them. And, and if that's what you're doing, and I don't mean to sound elitist here, but I'm sorry you're not making lasagna. That is not, that is not lasagna. But, Dan, it's when like you... A, it's like a casserole thing. Uh, I don't even like those big, thick noodles. To me, those big, thick noodles aren't even lasagna. Lasagna is a thin, flat, rectangle 
noodle if you're buying them from the store. And if you're buying those from the store, yes, you have to um, pre-cook them. But you don't pre-cook them all the way, like maybe a couple of minutes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah couple of minutes because you are then going to bake it. Uh, but maybe maybe a couple of minutes. And then the thing that you don't want to do is when you take the noodles out, right, out of the water. So you're going to drain them. But the thing you have to be careful of is that, like, you don't, you know, when you're draining pasta noodles, you pour the whole thing into, like, yeah. a colander, everything else. With, 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 with lasagna noodles, they'll all just sort of stick together. Like, you have to take them out individually and lay them down on something that is either, like, parchment paper or something that's oiled, like, individually like that before you start stacking like you can't just throw the whole thing into a colander here's my question for you dan first of all yeah. did you find the box i found the box okay. what does it say? the box that we have is it does state that it's oven ready oh okay yeah i i do not normally look for that so that okay. might have been the box that she bought so when when your wife emily makes a lasagna and does not pre-cook it right and you yeah. have your bite your first bite does it like taste as if it were pre-cooked the lasagna tastes great but oh. i know it hasn't been pre-cooked yeah so here's the, the my mm. problem with um with those sort of oven ready noodles is they is is if you make a lasagna and you've got a great sauce and a bechamel because you need to have a bechamel in a lasagna that's like rule number one that those two things need to go together what happens when you when you use a pre-cooked noodle is those pre-cooked noodles during the process of cooking will suck up all the moisture that you've layered in there to mm. make a perfect lasagna and then so then what you wind up having is in between the lasagna sheets, you just have like meat as opposed to a meat sauce. Like your sauce will disappear with those oven ready noodles because they suck up all the moisture when they cook. Emily, it's Razamoka. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Your husband Dan's on the phone, by the way. Yeah. Why are you poisoning him? <laughs> Not poisoning him. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you hate him? Have you <laughs> have you always made lasagna this way, never pre-cooking the noodles? Yes, it says oven ready. It's fine. Those those pre-cooked noodles, what they wind up doing is they. I was just telling you, I was, they they suck up all the moisture of everything that you put in there during the cooking process, right? So all that beautiful sauce that you've made, a lot of that moisture goes to actually cook those noodles, and then so you're just left with kind of like meat and stuff in between the layers and it's a really sad dish right um <laughs> my next question emily is why why do you make it this way <laughs> because i just find it easier it's like okay. one last step i don't have to do okay so time management really time management yeah. okay and no complaints from anyone that has ever had your lasagna, your lasagna this way never until dan commented on your post and said my lasagna was fine um, oh, yeah. oh, oh no <laughs> damn you're not gonna have a good day huh hey, so what else do you how do you talk talk us through quickly uh your lasagna what do you what do you do what do you how do you do the sauce what else are you putting in it what cheeses are you using so i make the sauce put some hamburger in it Sometimes I'll do peppers, mushrooms, onions. Sometimes I'll just do the peppers and onions. And I use cottage cheese in between the layers. Cottage, cottage cheese? cheese? In between the layers. I don't know. It sounds like you hate your family. Jeez. <laughs> you're, making a, you're making a dried out lasagna with cottage cheese? It's not, though. It's not dried out. It's good. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. More than I, fine. I'll okay. Tell you that. Oh, and so, what cheeses are you using? Um, so ricotta and mozzarella and the cottage cheese. So okay. So do you mix those all together, like in every layer? Uh, no. So I put 
the cottage cheese and ricotta in every layer yeah. and a little bit of mozzarella, but I don't like mix it up together. Okay. And then I put just the mozzarella on top. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, okay. stop, stop, stop. Just stop doing that. that okay. Sounds like, <laughs> that sounds, that, that's, that would be a decent, I'll tell you what. Okay. Uh, that would be a decent lasagna. Honestly. Okay. That would be a decent lasagna. If I was um, starving and somebody um, rode up to me and uh, sold it to me out of a backpack on a bicycle, right? <laughs> cold. Okay, cold. Yeah, I would be like, this is a decent lasagna. No other situation other than starving and alone uh, should you serve that lasagna to anybody. <laughs> okay. I, I guess if it works for your family and Dan tolerates it. <laughs> Well, he was and, until recently, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Dan, you're sleeping on the couch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Emily, thank you so much for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show, and thank you for listening. I, I, thank I, you. I do want to add one last thing. I did make Raza's lasagna. Yeah. Uh-huh. I pre-cooked the noodles. Yeah. And the whole family loved it. It was delicious. Right. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, See? saying that publicly, you've sleeping on the couch for oh, wow. longer than a night, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Later, guys. Thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, so yesterday at the Johnny Depp trial was the wildest thing, man. All the trending hashtags that the jury's not allowed to see. Because when you're on a jury, Mm -hmm. they tell you at the end of the day, okay, don't talk to anybody about the trial, don't do your own research, right? And then as a juror, you sort of walk out of the room and you go and you live your life. Because you don't want them to start forming opinions that are based on things other than the evidence that was given in the courtroom. Sure. That makes total sense. That's justice, right? Um especially things like public opinion and, you know, sort of what way the public is sort of moving together and who has the support and who doesn't have the support and and what the public thinks about the individuals who are suing each other, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. How Uh, sheltered are they from? They're not sequestered. It's just it's it's the honor system. Right. You're just not supposed to do it. And most people don't do it. Um, But yesterday they brought on Amber's team brought on a computer programmer, this guy named Rob Schnell. And they wanted to prove that Johnny Depp's reputation had not been hurt. That's what they're trying to do on their their side of things. So they brought on this guy who researched and did a deep dive into all the hashtags that have been in in existence between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard that show up on Twitter and other social Mm -hmm. media. So he was like justice for Johnny Depp, all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, But so the jury gets to see how many, where the jumps were for justice for Johnny Depp and some for Amber Heard. But then you get into the other ones like Amber Heard is a psychopath and uh, the big one, of course, was Amber Turd, which mm-hmm. started to trend after the story came out that maybe Amber Heard took a poo in Johnny Depp's bed one day and then left for Coachella with her girlfriends. That came out in trial. So, but up into this point, up to this, up into this point, nobody has said the words Amber Turd. And up to this point, I don't think anybody was going to say in court the words Amber Turd. Yeah. But when you bring in the social media guy, Oh, no. Okay? He's just doing his job. When you bring in the social media guy, the jury does not know, need to know that hashtag Amber Turd exists. (laughs) They could have gone this whole trial without the jury knowing 
that hashtag Amber Turd exists. No, I don't think they could have. Until Amber Heard's lawyers brought in a social media expert to go through all the hashtags. So here's how that went down when Johnny Depp's lawyer was questioning it. Justice for Johnny Depp has been around since 2013, correct? Um, that sounds correct. Yeah. Amber Heard is an abuser, and Amber Turd first appeared in 2016, correct? I don't recall, actually. Right. Do you recall if there was any portion of... Mr. Waldman's statement that made any reference to Amber Turd? Oh, Not that I've seen. <laughs> oh, okay, bro. No. So now that is in the public record. Yeah. The stenographer had to type that out. Amber Turd twice. Sitting in the courtroom. Okay. It is necessary, though. It, it is. is. Yeah, but it, the it jury didn't need is. to know this, though. That's the problem. No, listen, if you've got to present the evidence, Dude, right, I know. you have to present all of the evidence. Hey, do, you, yeah. do you remember the film festival years ago when uh, Amber Heard was walking on the red carpet? Johnny Depp was there. It was for one of Johnny Depp's movies, and Amber Heard was there with her mom. And Amber Heard's mom was in, standing in front of Dammit Maury. And she was super proud, and and she was just like Amber Heard was still down the carpet, and then the mom was like, "I'm the mom," and Maury was like, "Who's Aww. mom?" And she's like, "Amber's mom." And then Amber ran down and grabbed her mom and was like, "Never make eye contact." Do you remember that? I vaguely remember. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here. Play. When, what, what year was this, Maury? Oh. What year was that? 2015. 2015. Oh, wow. So here, it's very difficult to hear, mm -hmm. but you'll you'll every we'll come back. Listen to this. And then, yeah, and then oh, Amber walked. Yeah, yeah, Amber walked by and grabbed her and was like, but "Never make eye contact." You know what I noticed too? What's Listen that? to this again. Yeah. I just noticed something. Yeah. What's that? I'm our mom. Who? Oh. Never make eye contact. When Damon Mori said "who" yeah. and then "oh," it yeah. was like. Like, he didn't care, like, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I never thought of that before. <laughs> like, when you listen to it, I'm going to play it again. Yeah. Well, but in focus, 2015, was she huge? No. Amber on, Heard? On yeah, no. Mori, no, Mori no, was like, no. who? And then, <laughs> oh. Well, she was Amber Heard's mom. He goes, oh. Like, so disappointed. Uh, okay. Listen again. Yeah. What's that? I'm her mom. Never make eye contact. Never make eye contact. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We're going to talk to uh, Whitney Hurd, not Amber Hurd's sister. And this is why the story has blown up. So, yeah, Amber Heard, of course, the trial going on with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And Whitney Heard is actually Amber Heard's sister. And she testified last uh, last week during the trial. But Whitney Heard, who actually has the Instagram handle Whitney Heard, uh, is not Amber Heard's sister. And she's actually a photographer from Toronto. However, on social media and in her DMs, everyone thinks all the wild, wacko Johnny Depp people and Amber Heard people think that she is Whitney Heard, Amber's sister. And her DMs are the most... We have screenshots of everything. Like the messages people have been sending her thinking that she's Amber Heard's sister are the most vile, horrid, awful place on earth like i'm convinced of that and again whitney heard not amber heard's sister hello whitney it's Rosa Mocha. how are you i'm good how are you is this the whitney heard <laughs> depends on what you mean by that jesus um, man i'll tell you if you ever thought that you know for one second of your life that you know people in the world were good uh, all you have to do is spend one day as somebody with the same name of somebody who's hated on social media, huh? 
Oh, yeah. It's um, a little surprising how nasty people can be. What is the notification count on your phone right now with either comments or DMs that uh, you've been getting? Uh, well, my Instagram just says 99 plus. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that plus is a big plus. Yeah. When did you first start getting DMs or reaction from people thinking that you were Amber Heard's sister? Like, when was the first one that you got? Do you remember? It was actually back in 2016, and it started as fan mail. So that was much better than this. <laughs> oh, so like what? People were like, hey, I really want to get a hold of Amber Heard. Maybe I'll reach out to her sister. And then they message you. Exactly. They were trying to find another route to get in touch mm. with Amber. Mm. So they would send me emails, photos, Sneaky. lots of weird things. Now, okay. how, it, it is not difficult. Like, I, I, it took me two seconds to realize that, you know, you were, there's no possible way that you could be Amber Heard's sister. But I guess what people do is they just go on Insta and they do a search and like the first one that pops up. Because why would you, a photographer from Toronto, have at Whitney Heard when the, the sister of a super famous movie star should be the one that has at Whitney heard, right? You would think so, but uh, I lucked out, I thought, and got the handle. Now it turns out maybe not so lucky. There you go. Yeah, and then the people, they don't like even try to creep your page to figure out that you're not who they think you are, right? You would be surprised. Um, sometimes people do creep. Oh. People will actually contact me through my business website, like WhitneyHerd.com. Yeah. Yeah. They will contact me via email, and they will pretend to be a photography inquiry. No. And then it will just turn out to be hate, yeah. Oh, <laughs> And my your life God. the past six, seven weeks must have just been spiraling ever since the, uh, the court case between uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard had been going on, right? Yeah, that's when it changed from fan mail to hate mail is when the trial started. What about when Whitney Heard testified? What was that day like for you? Uh, that was a phone off day. <laughs> like so, here uh, let me just re- let me read a couple more of these messages here uh, in your in your DMs. Hope your sister goes in the ground. There's room in hell for your sister and you. Don't worry. Um, and those are definitely not the worst ones. Whitney, what's the worst one that you could remember? And I'll bleep everything. Uh, well, there's a lot of c words um, being passed around. Yeah, here, <laughs> right, let right. me just let me just read let me just read one. Okay, I'm not going to okay. read the one with the with with that word, but let me just read you one. You can bleep the hell out of this, okay, okay. Mocha? So somebody wrote, uh, "Your sister is a lying <laughs> and deserves prison." Hashtag justice for Johnny. And then you replied, "I don't have a sister, right?" Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Said, done, simple. Case closed. Then they replied four minutes later with lying scumbag just like your sister underwear is more dignified than you and your lying sneaking doormat of a sister my neighbor knows voodoo and we are conjuring a spell tonight wakla al mutli so like at that point what do you do like you can't you already responded you can't respond no, again right I, you responded politely and you got a hex put on you <laughs> <laughs> so so what can you what can you do like have you like is there anything that like i guess there's no way that instagram can do anything or there's nothing more than you can do like after all the sort of research that you've done are you just realizing that this is something you're going to have to live with and ride out or can you do anything um i don't think there's much i can do because it's coming from so many different people so it's not like the police can do anything yeah. um i've had advice to turn off my comments 
but I've worked really hard on my business page and I do have a positive comments coming in. Uh, so I've just put in my bio, like not related to Amber, and hopefully people get the clue. Uh, What's the percentage, would you say, of people that write you something awful and when you say, I'm not Amber Heard's sister, then turn around and apologize for their mistake? Oh, maybe 5%. <laughs> Has anybody tried to give you like secret information that maybe they know? <laughs> no, 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 that would be interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you been watching the trial at all? Not really, no. I think it's important that I kind of keep my distance. Otherwise, the messages might be a little bit more upsetting. Yeah. Right. So you don't want to say, like, right now on the show whether you're uh, one side or the other on this, huh? (laughs) Oh, goodness, no. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You got to stay away from that, girl. You got to. Have you, Whitney, have you reached out to... Like Amber's actual Whitney sister? Have you guys had any communication? So we actually have been in communication for a few years. We've joked back and forth about planning a photo shoot, and I would send her the fan mail. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, wow. But since the hate mail started coming in, she asked for screenshots and was trying to collect information about everything that's been going on. Uh, Whitney Heard, um, not Amber Heard's sister Whitney Heard, but a completely different, unique um, Whitney Heard, who's a uh, photographer in Toronto. Uh, you want to plug your website? What's your website? <laughs> WhitneyHeard.com. Oh, man, you got that too? <laughs> You're doing yourself no favors. Not at all. Yo, you better go daddy, uh, like a Whitney Heard, not AmberSister.com real quick. <laughs> Uh, it's really easy to find. You'll be able to find me, no problem. Yeah, no pro, no problem. Oh, so damn. stop, stop harassing Whitney Heard. Stop, yeah, har- stop harassing at Whitney Heard. Okay, okay. Thank you, Whitney, for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you so much, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Have you seen this commercial of Kim Kardashian um, pretending to eat uh, fake meat? I think I saw that on her. I didn't watch it. But I saw it pop up on her IG yesterday. So you watched it? No, I didn't. I just okay. scrolled mm-hmm. past, but I saw there was like a bunch of meat on the table or something. Okay. I just figured it was another ad. Yeah, it's uh, so she is the, um, the what is she, the taste master or something like For that? For Beyond Meat. Yeah. For Beyond Meat. So here, play the... play. The, on, she's the what? She is the, I guess, the, the, she's the the, 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 the... the spokesperson? The shill, the, the spokesperson, okay. yeah. So this, so Beyond Meat is now uh, Kim Kardashian's new thing, mm-hmm. and they did a commercial. And so he, he, you'll, you'll hear the commercial, but you can't, um, you won't understand what the outrage is. So during this, there is a bunch of food, Beyond Meat burgers, Beyond Meat meatballs, Beyond Meat nuggets, everything else. And you see the food in Kim's mm-hmm. hands and then it cuts and you see Kim chewing. Mm-hmm. But there's never a bite mark out of any of the food. And Kim <laughs> is just chewing presumably on nothing. Um, so, and, and so every, she pretends uh, to take a bite out of air. So, yeah. So play the, play the clip. Play okay. the clip. So you understand. I believe so much in the mission of Beyond Meat that I've stepped in to help with my greatest asset, my taste. This plant-based meat is not only amazingly delicious, but it's also better for you and better for the planet. It's a simple change that makes a really big difference. So I'm glad. And now that I'm Beyond Meat's chief taste consultant, there's never been a better time to go beyond. She says better butter. Yeah. 
Weird. Yeah, weird, right? It's never been a butter time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. I yeah. love butter. Yeah. So, like, she stabs a fork into a meatball, and then yeah. she goes to pick up the meatball, and it cuts, and then it just cuts to her face where she's chewing. What? And then it's the same thing with, like, she sprinkles... But the um, burger one, she actually, like, takes a bite, but doesn't take the bite. Like, you yes. see her take no bite. And then there's one point at the end where there is a chicken nugget with a perfectly formed bite out of it, yeah. and she pushes somebody away who comes, just get away from my nuggets, right? So, like... Like somebody comes in and they're like, "Let me have one," and she's like, so "Why are people pushes mad? Them away. Because she's not really she's not really eating." So oh. then there's one scene though where it actually sort of does look like she's eating, yeah. But it also sort of looks like she's doing that move of where she puts her tongue in the corner of her, like pokes at her cheek with her tongue <laughs> and chews that way. Oh yeah, that looks <laughs> mad fake. Right? Like, yeah. it sort of looks like that a little bit. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? Maury, you're the actor in the room. Have you? Seen, what, what is I, your take I saw, on this? I thought this was rid- like at least take a bite. And then wait till they cut away, and then if you don't want to eat it, like take it out of your mouth, okay, spit it out, or whatever. What about the chicken nugget scene at the end? Is she really chewing or not chewing? No, she's not chewing. You don't think so? No, not at okay, all. Okay, here, watch the watch. Now, can you find the commercial here, Mocha? Oh, jeez. Okay. Have you seen this, Deepa? It's on her. No, I on haven't. You have not. Okay, Instagram. watch it. Listening. Go on, go on her Instagram right now. And, Beyond and, and, Meat's Instagram. Yeah, go to Beyond, oh, Beyond. Or, and and also it's on Kim's, I think. But yeah, go go to that and take a look. Watch the end when she when when the chicken nugget, and tell me uh, that she's. It's, is it is it a real nugget in her mouth or or is she uh, or is it the the, the tongue? My taste. This plant-based meat is because not for some reason people are losing their minds over this. She doesn't even sound excited about this. She no. sounds like bleh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she ain't eating. Okay, no, she's not eating at all. No. But wait till the end. Wait, you tell me the nugget scene. Is that tongue or nugget? No, she ain't eating that nugget. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So she's no. not eating that nugget. No. You think she that's tongue? Not eating. No, that's tongue, not nugget. Yeah, that or something else. Yeah, gum, I, a big wad of gum. I don't know. And I understand. Know. You pay a makeup artist, you know, twelve thousand dollars to do your makeup for that day, and taking a bite of something looks ugly. It's messy, and your your lipstick is perfect, and the gloss and everything else. I maybe understand you don't want to shoot Kim Kardashian over and over and over again taking a bite because you can't afford it. Because you're going to take a bite, it's going to be a little bit of a, a soft focus. You're going to then have to stop down, redo all her makeup because she's yeah. got a little bit. Taco juice on her chin, and then next thing you know, you've quadrupled your budget. We have to do this efficiently, so you're not actually biting and you're fake chewing. But the nugget at the end, I don't know if that's nugget or tongue. I'm, I'm wondering so. if this entire thing was thought out to get people to talk about it. No. Like they no, purposely no, no, said, no, 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 "Don't take a bite" because it's a very okay. Kardashian thing to do. It's no. brilliant acting on her part, I must say. Brilliant acting, Come on now, I think it's brilliant. Listen, who cares if she's eating or not. Well, obviously it, it, people do. I don't. People do. Be angry for no reason. Let me watch this again. Okay. Brilliant acting. Look at this. Mocha's really into this. Is I, I gotta, I gotta analyze. Okay, that bur- there's no bite out of that burger. No. And there's no bite out of the taco. And there's no bite out of the meatball. But wait for the nugget. You tell me if that's tongue or nugget in her mouth. If She's not were, eating. If you were just tuning in right now, I apologize. You have no idea what we're talking about. Um... No, that ain't Nugget. Kim nah, Kardashian. Nah, 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 Kim Kardashian nah, is the nah. new spokesperson for Beyond Meat, and she did a commercial nah. where everybody's going in on her because she nah. appears to nah, be nah, eating nah. in the commercial, but she's fake chewing. Like you know what? Like, I think there's a part no, two of this going to come out. I'm convinced they're going to be a no, part. No, no, that no last way. scene. There's no way. That last scene with the chicken nugget. Yeah. It's not nothing. It's yeah, something yeah. that she's chewing. It's right. not chicken nugget. But they didn't show her take a bite of the nugget. No, no they didn't, didn't show her. No, because taking a bite, a bite of something of anything. Is, 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 one, it's ugly, and two, it ruins makeup. I don't care if and you're it, chewing gum. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Lena. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, yeah. Yeah? Doesn't sound like it. What's going on? How do I do things for myself without feeling guilty? Mm, So you wrote this. uh, Hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. I had a really rough time this week and have been bottling things up and had a breakdown at work on Tuesday where I had to leave early. I don't think I've ever had something like this happen. I'm taking the rest of the week off and doing and running some errands, uh, just doing things on my own. But I feel guilty. I should be at work. I'm trying to relax my way, but others see it as uh, maybe being lazy or trying to play hooky. So obviously something is going on. What what triggered all of this? What's happening in your life? Um, we had the fire at my home uh, about two months ago. Uh-huh. We've been living at my kids' grandparents and then um, in the trailer <laughs> mm-hmm. on the yard. And then they have crappy neighbors who called uh, parking, so our cars were getting ticketed. And then so now we have to do extra back and forth. Thank Thankfully, they don't live too far, but there's just a lot of stress at work also with um, uh, basically we were I was away for a week, so everything got backed up and nobody does anything. So I felt like I had to catch up with everything, but nobody was helping. So who's calling you lazy? Because you said you feel like people are, are, are thinking that you're lazy. So has conversations happened where someone said to you flat out that you're being lazy? No, but you could just feel it in the air maybe people think like oh maybe she just wants some days off or but who's who's saying that people at work or people outside of work uh, it's uh it's an asian culture thing we just need to understand so no one is yeah. saying anything this is just your perception exactly so you went to talk to your boss yeah and you told your boss what i basically told her like i don't know what's happening i think i'm having a panic attack or something i just need some time off she was very understanding. She said, "Take the time you need and um, don't force yourself." She under she was she was understanding. It's more, uh, I in my head is I'm feeling guilty. Like I feel like I had work to do and I should have been doing work. So now you're now you're you're not at work right now, and yeah. you are still during the day going out and running errands. But here you are supposed to be so broken and. Uh, distraught that you can't show up to work and if you can't show up to work how can you possibly go and run errands and do all your groceries and stuff like that right right like when i say errands it's also like things that typically would find joy in like i'm the type that likes to go to fancy bougie grocery stores and relax and go find something cool and try something new or like you know so and are you sort of over the breakdown you know what i mean like are you still crying all the time are you still upset do you still feel that you need time I tried driving by work. I'm like, okay, I'll go into work. I don't think I'm exactly 100% ready to go back just yet. But I definitely, like, I've stopped crying. And I feel like the cry did help Why me. do you feel you're not ready to go back to work just yet? I think part of it is embarrassment because I was bawling my eyes out at work when, like, people didn't really quite understand maybe. Hmm. Right. Because I was fine maybe, so like, that, in the so that, that's So so you are not, it's not, you're not going to work because you still feel the way you felt. You're not going to work because of how people may look at you for feeling that way. Yeah. Right. So so you're, it's, you're fully capable of going back to work. You're not in that same state anymore. Now you're just worried yeah. about now you're just worried about being judged. There was a little bit of anxiety like as like 
I was driving by, like part of like. But the anxiety is because how you perceived, not not from yeah. not from okay. what led to the initial meeting with your boss, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to get over that. Okay. Uh, uh, serious question: Are you depressed? Not right. Not right now. I think it was just um, keeping everything like. I haven't cried like that in a long time. Yeah, you need and you so, needed it. You needed uh, it. It needed to. It, yeah. needed, it needed to happen. Have um, you talked to anyone? Like, have you reached out to like a counselor or a therapist or anything to to help help mm. you figure out your feelings and, and how to manage properly? I've definitely talked to some really great friends. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but I your house your house good, burned down. Understandably, you're in a rough yeah, place, yeah. right? You're living in a trailer at your in laws, and the neighbors <laughs> keep calling the cops on you. Like you're, you're, it's a terrible spot to be in. But I I yeah. I, 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 I would say that um, you know as as awful as people can be, uh, I think that you know you walking into a place. I don't think that the judgment is going to be what you think it is. I don't think that anybody who even remotely has an ounce of empathy or compassion in them will look at you and go, oh, God, there's the girl that cried because her house burned down. <laughs> right? Like, I, 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 I don't... I you're just getting into your I, own head. I think you're too much I into your so. own head. I yeah. think you're way too deep in your own head. And I think that now you're sort of maybe making excuses to not go back to work because not going to work feels real great. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I think that I think that maybe you're you're putting some excuses in your own head. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that just just allow yourself the time. Then that you don't have to be perfect when you go back, and nobody's expecting mm-hmm. that from you. But I think that you just got to stop making excuses, and I think that you need to sort of want to move forward. And as soon as you want to move forward, you're going to walk in there, and you're going to realize, ugh, this is the job I hate, and it's going to start to feel all normal again. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Can I um, also just quickly shout out a friend, Alicia? Sure. Because um, she's the one that got me hooked onto your show. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. Love Alicia. And, well, big up Alicia. So. <laughs> How long you been listening to the Rosa Mocha show for? Just for about a year. Actually. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. All right. But and I've been listening. I've been going back and listening to the podcast. So. Oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, and quickly before we let you go, between Rosa Mocha, who's your favorite? You've had a year to figure it out. Roz. There you go. There you go. Honestly, it's because I needed to call in because I needed Roz, like, yeah. blunt advice. Don't, I do, guess that's the best you, way I could say. You are not the first person who cries at work who said that I'm your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Love you, girl. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Maury. Bye. Maury's on that list, too. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I was, uh, this is us last night. You didn't watch Mocha. No, but I see the reaction on Twitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is us still trending. I'll say it wasn't um, It wasn't sad until the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, what, that, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh that hard at that, man. That's what, that's what uh, she said. Stop it. Shut up, Maury. <laughs> I don't need you getting in on this now, okay? Uh, oh, my God. Can I just say they ended it really well? Like, it wasn't a big grand finale like they did on Friends where they all put the keys on the counter and did yeah. some big ending thing. They ended it perfectly like it needed to be done. Like, how did it need to be done? You know, just where it was a, like a subtle ending. Like, you know, I'm going to go off and do this, and well, I hope that we stay to, you know, even though mom died, we knew she was going to die. It's not yeah. a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's not a spoiler. Uh, even though mom died, let's not 
you know, f- like she was the glue. Let's make sure we stay together. Right. Gotcha. The, the Ma- uh, Mandy Moore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rebecca. Because she had said that the second last episode was the crusher, and that the last episode was was I think she described it as that was the hug. Right. Did it feel that way? It absolutely did. And you know what? It it like. It, the very, very ending was back in the kibbutz kib- again. Kibbutz? Not the kibbutz. The caboose. No, yeah. The caboose. Okay. <laughs> back in the caboose. And yeah. where... Why can I say that word? Back in the kibbutz. <laughs> the back of the train. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Back at the end of the yeah. back of the train. And Jack and Rebecca finally are reconnected. And they got to say their I love yous. Mm-hmm. And Jack is who? Her her husband? Yeah. yeah past? And, and Okay. He says, I love you, and <laughs> they reference back to put pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> yeah. They do. Sham, you saw? No. no. You didn't watch? No. no. Oh. You didn't watch, Sham? Why? why? Mocha, you, can right? I just pause for one second? You have this thing, Mocha, where Maury starts to cry. It is the greatest moment of my life when Maury yeah. cries. You do everything you can to get him to, to stop. No, because he you just do said, e- I'm surprised. No, I you do everything you can to not get him to cry. Oh, do you not no. like it when Maury cries? I don't care. No. See, I do. Oh, okay. Okay? I really okay. like it when Maury cries. Oh, okay. Oh. Go ahead. So what happened in the back of the train then? They're, 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 it's this metaphorical bed where they sort of reconnect. Metaphorical bed. Yeah. How do you not love this, man? I don't understand you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> metaphorical bed where they sort of reconnect like they're off to heaven together yeah they're, you know she's and she says that she's scared and he's like you know it's it's okay and she talks about how but i i i, I don't want to stop being there for them and he says you will always be there for them and then they look at each other and said i love you but what's really sad about this whole thing is it really makes you and people on my instagram said this too that it really makes you think about the future and i'll tell you it really does you know, when Randall was writing his um, this eulogy, I hate to say it, I was mentally thinking about writing my dad's. And how hard that must have been for Randall. Yeah. Is anyone there? Yeah. So what about pin the tail on the donkey? Why was that so significant? Because when they bought pin See, the tail on the donkey. I didn't want to ask because I thought you were going to yell again. No, this is, no. That was the number no, one thing that no, stuck out of my mind that I wanted to no, ask about. you started talking to Shem. Yeah, That's why I, I got mad. I, I thought Shem would comfort me. No. How could you not have watched the Shem? Shem, I need Shem to be quiet. Leaving me here on an island. Listen, the Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State yesterday. Yeah, okay, stop it. Stop it. My God. Shem. One night, like we waited six years for this. Don't make the, talk to me about pin the tail on the donkey. Because when they had the babies, yes. Rebecca and Ran- and um, Rebecca and Jack, Jack, yeah, um, they went looking. They were at a toy store and they saw a pin the tail on the donkey. And the the photo on the cover of the box, yeah, was a family that was exactly like theirs. Okay, two white kids and a black kid. Oh. And Jack was going to put the game back and and oh damn, what did he? I have to find this. Do you have a minute? No. <laughs> Not real. You do, know what? Do you need a minute? Hold on. While you find that, let me just replay the favorite, my favorite part of our conversation. Uh, yeah, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they look at each other and said, I love you. And then they look at each other and said, I love you. <laughs> Oh, and man. then they look at each other and said, I love you. Now, listen, man, I'm not discounting your feelings more. This is why I like you to cry, because I think that it's good to get it out, right? I think that it's good that you have this place where you can come on, have a good cry, not be judged. 
And then they look at each other. Okay, and say, you're I the devil. You. What? You're the devil. Okay, you done, Mori? I'm done. <laughs> no, I thought you were looking for something that. Oh, when, you said when you needed world, a minute. Yeah, and we, the, because at that moment, Rebecca says to Jack, "When the world hands you something, you don't just put it back." And then when they're lying in bed together, Jack said it back to Rebecca so many years later. When the world hands you something, you don't just put it back. Did I mention the Dells? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm the worst. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Going into the long weekend. Razamoka, hello, hello. How's hello, everybody hello. doing? Yeah, Maury, Sham, you guys good? Yeah, man. Yeah. Deepa, you good? Oh, hold on. Mm. Deepa, are you there? What's going on? Nobody can hear me? Um, I can't hear you. Hold on, you wait, wait. Oh, no. You have a look of panic on your face right now. Hold on. We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You look like you're about being attacked. Are you okay? Do you need help? Jesus. I'm going to reset something here. Okay. Oh, son we'll, of a We'll get bitch. you. Re- oh, my God. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. No, that's fine. Yo, this isn't working. You ever feel old with tech? No. Like, are you at that age now? I'm at that age. Are you? Yeah. What was the last uh, everything. tech everything i i I think that the great thing was and i and i started to think differently about my dad because maybe he wasn't oblivious to to sort of tech as as he was i think that you just sort of not give up but you put all that in the hands of the youth like once roxy got to 12 i stopped learning new things around the house when it comes to tech oh really no she does it Oh, so if you need something, you're like, hey, Rox, can you help me out with this? What input does, what, do- what puts the hockey game on? Oh, okay. She's like, like four, oh. right? Yeah. Will you call her in from another room? Yes, all the time. Oh. Yeah. Even, even if she's like busy doing something? All the time. And like, she's oh, never, she's 12. Yeah. She's not busy doing something. Like homework She's busy doing 12. <laughs> right? Which means that my hockey game uh, supersedes whatever she's got going on over in that other room. Deep, are you there now? Hello. Hello. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, I oh, think yeah. I think that when you get to a certain age, when it comes to tech, uh-huh. and you have kids, you are you happily just leave it all to them because I just don't want to learn new stuff anymore. And so, Rox now just takes care of it all, wow. all of yeah. it. Cruz all of it is five now, so he's learning all that. Like you can turn the TV on, change channels. Yep. Gets a Nintendo Switch, and you can fiddle around and play all the right. games and stuff. Bro, wait till they can fix your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Like my that's... favorite is watching my dad use the Google speaker. Oh, He'll God. Like Do they have one of those in their house? Okay. Um, okay. Um, Google, <laughs> that song that you played <laughs> yesterday, 
No, he doesn't. Yeah, I think Frank's like, smarter than that. Come on. <laughs> no, no. He, it, and then that Donna, you Donna behind him will be yeah. like, no, no, no. Google. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe you know what? I start. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe that is what some couples need. You know what I mean? Not like I'm never one to say that bringing in a third. To spice up a marriage is ever a good idea. <laughs> oh, God. Right? I, like, I've not, said no to that. <laughs> no, you haven't. You're such a liar. Please, you are please. such a liar. Um, uh, but I will say that I think that maybe something like for your parents, Frank and uh, and Donna Mori, maybe bringing in Google or Alexa was a good thing for them because it gives them someone else to talk to oh, in the, the house. Thing, especially other than drunk. Other than your partner, yeah. right? Like it gives you somebody else to talk to. They argue over who's going to talk to Google too when they've been drinking. No. Hey, Google. No, no, no. I want to do it. Oh I want to. Okay, Google. Um, no, no, no. It, it sounds. You got to do it like this. Okay, Google. Like Google only responds to like <laughs> Frank and not Donna. To, to drunk Frank. To apparently. drunk. <laughs> I don't have any of that stuff in my house. No, I know you that don't. stuff is disabled on any device that comes into my home. I have no automation or anything. We have Google nothing. in every room of the house. You do. No, we I love it. Both oh bathrooms, God, the bedroom, so and the living room. I love the automation you on do. everything. Yeah, I needed in my life. Not. Shem, are you cool with that? Easier. No, hell no. No. Listen no. to all, all my business? No way. Come on, do man. your parents have like any of the automated stuff at home? My parents. Okay. My parents went to Deepa, did your parents install install Google in your house to still keep tabs on you? <laughs> no, 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 no. They were against it. Oh, oh. Ross. Just got it. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, what a day, huh? Yeah. Everybody good? You're good, Mocha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll, cool. Yeah. Um, this school shooting is terrible, man. Oh, my God. My heart, man. And everybody's just, I just hate that everybody has a, a, an opinion. Everybody has like a way to fix it. And. I don't know if there is. I don't even, I mean, of course you need people. It needs to be extremely difficult, like borderline impossible for somebody to get a gun. Like Mm -hmm. it just like, I just don't understand why it's not that way anyway. Like if you really, really want one, you should like really, really, really have to do some incredible things in order to get one. And then you get one. That's fine. Right. But you should have to go through all of the, these like incredible steps, which you you currently do not have to do. And this kid that went to the, Um, to the school, he had just turned 18. Yeah. And was legally yeah able to go and uh and obtain more than one gun no word on if right what he bought was used yesterday but yes too easy way too Too, easy too easy and you know and then what always winds up happening and they haven't said this yet but you know it's only a matter of time before they're like oh yeah no we knew he had Mm. said some stuff a couple years ago and then you're like well what the hell man you know, how was a guy that you knew because he said some stuff? It's like the Buffalo shooter, right? Like they right. knew. They knew the guy. Well, I, well, what the hell then? Mm-hmm. Right? Who's keeping tabs? Who's keeping? Yeah. And I understand people are busy and all this other stuff. But, you know, this is. And didn't a, this, this guy from, from yesterday. Yeah. Um, didn't he post? I read that they he all posted. Post, they all post stuff. Like, like so, I don't know. Like, how it's difficult. It's like there's no evidence no. That, 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 that exists. No. Or that's and brand new information, right? No, and I don't. And, and for the amount of stupid things that you can get suspended from Instagram for, mm-hmm. right? The amount of stupid, a nipple will get you suspended from Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. But a gun won't. Yeah, posting and, how many guns you have. And, and that's like that. weird to me. And then if you want to know what the actual problem is in America, to me anyway, that's the problem, is that it's a cultural thing as opposed to a gun thing. 
Right. And it is a gun thing. Don't get me wrong. It is very much a gun thing. But there is a culture that needs to be changed that will not change because if they could ban everything and you know guess what handguns are very difficult to get and not everybody can get one the majority of people die because of a handgun yeah right and it's a culture thing and you know madonna yesterday we were talking about her not allowed to do instagram live because she put up an animated version of herself with things coming out of her vagina Mm -hmm. right butterflies and, and things like this not allowed to go live but you can post machine guns on Instagram and it's not flagged or reported or anything. And that's a culture thing. Yeah. And I don't know how you at 18, like you have to sign up and you got to give your age and you got to do everything else. They can build an algorithm to find out if I use four seconds of a bloody Justin Bieber song in a post Mm -hmm. and yank it. But they can't build an algorithm that says, hey, when this kid signed up, we understand that he turned 18 and now he's posting machine gun pictures. They can't build that algorithm. Yeah. Right? I think they can't of, they can't build the algorithm with keywords when it comes to somebody who posts a gunshot. Like they can't build that. Of course they can. they can. I think part part of the problem, especially in the States, is the argument will always be, it's my right. I have a right to go out and legally obtain a a firearm. Sure, because you do. Right. But that's gonna be the number one the the number one argument. Sure. Sure, it is. It is. But but right. you, but but just but you know, I have the right to drive, but I still have to do a year of probation with oh, a G two license, and of then course. I got to go and do my exit thing, right? Of just because something is is legally your right, it doesn't mean that it's just handed to you. Yeah. Right. It's it's a it's it's a privilege know. like anything else, and I don't it's know just, what they do over there though. No, and it's and it's it's you know it's so ingrained in you know in the 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 culture and just the society and. You know, you can look at a place like, you know, Illinois and Chicago, which they have incredible gun restriction laws and those murders are off the charts. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you do alone. Yeah, Chicago. I don't know what you I don't know. I don't know what you do. But this this, you know, when it happens in schools, it is just like, my God. Yeah. And I don't know. and, And you'll never know why somebody decides to do that. You know, and you all try and figure it out because that's what we do. We try and figure things out. You know, like, why would somebody do this? I don't know why somebody would do this. I don't know how somebody wakes up and kills their grandmother and then it goes and, and wants to kill children. children. I don't know. I, I will. And I, and I can't spend time thinking about that. Like I can't spend time thinking about why somebody does this because I'll go crazy. I'll drive myself nuts and you probably will too. But you know, how do you fix it and how do you prevent it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I don't know if anybody does. And and all that happens right now is you get the same voices coming out saying, well, it's this. And then you get other people coming out saying, no, it's not that. I've had guns for 40 years and they never shot anybody on their own. You get, it's the same voices. It's yeah. every single, it's, it's the, the same, same argument every single yes. time. It's the same argument mm-hmm. every, every single time. Every few years when something like this happens, yeah. you hear from the same people, they recycle the same words. Yeah. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you, the greatest thing that could happen, right, the, the best thing that could happen, because I think that right now, you know, focusing on, you know, gun and gun laws and everything else is great. Do that. But I think the best thing that could happen and worst thing that could happen is that all those laws would be passed. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they all they, they push them all through. Right. Then it takes that that out of the argument. OK. And then another school shooting is going to happen because it will happen. Yeah. No matter what? what the laws are. And then you have to figure out what the actual problem is. 
because that's not the actual problem, mm-hmm. right? It is a part of the problem, but it's not the actual problem. And they are so far from addressing what the actual problem is in that country. And I don't know how to fix any of it. And nobody knows how to fix any of it. The worst thing that could happen is that they got gun laws passed because they wouldn't be able to use that anymore mm-hmm. as the reason. And they'd have to figure out what the actual reason is. And I don't think they ever will. Yeah. At the school, it was supposed to be a theme day. They were supposed to all dress nice, and it was supposed to be footloose and fancy, yeah. where they were supposed to do, like, a theme for the end of the school year. Yeah. Sad. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. So, Rihanna and ASAP had their kid. Hey, that little ASAP baby. Baby boy, baby boy. Yes. Uh, so in the time that, uh, Rihanna has released her last record, she oh, has man, become a billionaire gonna... and become yeah. a mom. So yeah. I don't know what this means for the future of her music career because she's oh. got a lot to take care of. I know. What's that? We are never getting never a Rihanna get, album. Never getting that record, oh, eh? No, come on, listen. You want Rihanna? Go listen to her Essentials album on Apple Music, okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't blame her. She seems happy as hell not doing music. Bro. Like, I've never seen somebody who is so good at music be looks so happy to not be doing it. Well, when you're making billions of dollars, yeah, from but not making music. Here's why. Here's here's for me. Okay, why Rihanna to me is it's not the it's not the 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 the, the clothing line and the, even you know becoming a mom and all of this stuff. The the tell for me that Rihanna is done. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't mean done as in she has nothing left or she's been shot. I mean, she's done with music is normally when people go through things like this, where they do a side project, that side hustle, or they get married and they have a kid, everything else. You can tell they miss it mm-hmm. because they show up and do things every now and then. Yeah. Right. They're still part of that world. They're still sort of part of that community. You know, they still want to be associated with it. They still want to pop up in a vid every now and then. They're still shouting out. They're still doing all this stuff. They still make themselves relevant in that world. Rihanna didn't. No. The last, if, Shem, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the last two musical things we've heard from Rihanna was she did like, a guest appearance on a, a song by Party Next Door, yep. Believe It, like Believe last it. year, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And then before that was like a track with DJ Khaled from like yeah. five um, years ago. Yeah, Wild Thoughts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, t- like she's not like, you know, and believe me, people have offered Rihanna. How, I, bet you, I bet you Rihanna gets call number one every single year from Coachella. Yes. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Yes. Guar- and if it's yes. not number one, she's definitely top three every mm-hmm. single year. Yeah. And... We and I'm that sure she that gets has from that is not happened. everywhere. Yeah, but I mean the big ones that are going to mm. pay her upwards of six, seven, eight million dollars to do to yeah. do one show. Right. Same thing with the awards shows, guaranteed, and she mm. doesn't do it. So it says to me she is cool not doing music. Yeah, she's cool not being a part of that world anymore. Yeah, and uh, and so I don't know. I don't know. That's what I get out of it. Anyway. I'm happy for her though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, MTV said uh, this week that they are redeveloping Jersey Shore 2.0, a reboot with an all-new younger cast. And the original cast 
are not happy. They said in a statement, even though they still have a show on MTV, uh, they said in a statement, uh, as a cast that took a chance with a network in need, we put our most vulnerable moments on television for the world to see. We gave our all for the past 13 years, became a family, and continue to open our lives for the world. So please understand that we are not in support of a version that will exploit our original show, our hard work, and authenticity to gain viewers. It's T-shirt And then they ended their uh, statement slamming MTV with, don't forget to tune into MTV for an all-new episode of Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Oh, uh, yeah. T-shirt time. You interested in an all-new, younger version of Jersey yeah, Shore? You know what I thought? Because I still watch Jersey Shore. Yeah. Shem does as well. Yeah, I'm in. I thought, you remember that year they did, um, I think it was like Double Shot at Love where they brought in like a couple of the other younger yeah. kids. They went off to Vegas and they got a job working at like a one of them sure. club pool places. I thought that at that time, that cast that they had, because they had that younger cast for two seasons of the show. Right. I thought that they were going to take that younger cast and morph them into the new cast of Jersey Shore. Right. And you're using those seasons as like a bridge. So I'm not opposed to it. All right. I will say this. It makes sense, especially because MTV also announced this week that they're uh, rebooting The Hills. Yes. That's oh, right. they are? Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. <laughs> I know people who would be very excited about that. Uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Got to hear this. This may be the greatest Freudian slip I've ever heard in my life. So Uh-oh. this is former U.S. President George W. Bush. Okay. And he was, so he's 75, right? Um, And he was doing a speech. And in that speech, he was talking about Russia's invasion of Ukraine and how awful it is. And so for people who don't remember, in 2003, the U.S. invaded Iraq. And since then, still to this day, it was it was based on lies. It was completely unjust, Whether no matter what the outcome is. Uh, and people still want Cheney and Bush, you know, uh, committed for war crimes. Mm-hmm. So they invaded Iraq. And now, so here's George W. Bush condemning Vladimir Putin for invading Ukraine. But listen to this. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia. And the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) Correct. Anyway. uh, (laughs) 75. Uh, (laughs) Still still old enough to get charged, though. Wow, yeah, I love that moment. That was so great. That's all people have wanted to hear for years, um, to call that invasion uh, wholly unjustified. And uh, quickly before we go, hold on a second here. That's something else I wanted to do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, anybody got monkeypox? No. you seen this? Why? As if COVID wasn't bad enough, now we got to deal with monkeypox. So Health Canada Is it announced- here? Health Canada announced uh, late last night that two suspected cases of monkeypox have been confirmed through lab tests. Uh, health officials in Quebec had oh. announced that they were investigating 20 suspected cases. 20? 
And the World Health Organization reported infections in Europe and in the United States, suggesting a wider outbreak may be happening globally. Uh, the rare disease is not new. Um, it has been an endemic in parts of the West and Central Africa for decades. But the number of new cases in different regions has experts paying attention. Now, the good news is there's already a vaccine to help with monkeypox. That was going to be my next question. Yes. There's Why don't I just already... get a vaccine? I got so many of them in the last two years Thank anyway. Thank you. Yes. Symptoms include fever, headache, uh-huh. fatigue, uh-huh. followed by rash and lesions and pox. So have you seen monkeypox? Google it right now. Ugh. Google it. Really? You too, Maury. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Ugh. Google monkeypox. According to the uh, CDC, it was discovered in 1958 in monkeys, and the, few, the first human case was reported uh, in 1970 in the Democratic ah! Republic of Congo. Oh, my God! <laughs> That's terrible! Yeah. Oh! Right? At least, at <laughs> least don't react like that if you see someone with it. Here's, here's the thing, right? Okay. Up to somebody no. and go, oh my god. Okay, here's and here's here's the thing. Like COVID, you know, no. we didn't take COVID seriously for a lot of different reasons. A lot of people didn't take COVID seriously. Mainly because COVID had a branding problem, right? If COVID could if COVID COVID could produce pox. Everybody would have been vaccinated the first day it was available. And I mean everybody. Whether you believe in the government and you think you're being lied to and you're going to get a microchip and 5G and everything else, if COVID gave you monkeypox, we would all have got the shot the first day. Yo, Maury, how do I delete this? Particular search from my history. Oh, that's easy. It's on the right hand side. Delete history. Delete. You should have opened a private browser, dude. Damn it. TMI. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yesterday at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, Johnny's former agent, Tracy Jacobs of UTA United Talent Agency, took the stand. And Johnny's claim is that after Amber Heard wrote that op-ed that he was an abuser, his career went in the tank, Mm -hmm. right? And he lost everything. Lost Pirates, lost the Fantastic Beast movies, everything else. So Amber's lawyers brought in Johnny's former agent to testify that it wasn't so much Amber Heard's accusations that cost Johnny his his big money career, but it was actually Johnny Depp's own behavior that ruined it for him. As of the time that you were terminated by Mr. Depp in October 2016, did you still believe that Mr. Depp was the greatest movie star in the world? No, because his star had dimmed due to it getting harder to get him jobs given the reputation that he had acquired due to his lateness and the question was out there about his behavior. Would that behavior include alcohol and drug use? Yes. Initially, crews loved him because he was always so great with the crew, but crews don't love sitting around for hours and hours and hours waiting for the star of the movie to show up. And it also got around town. I mean, people talk. It's a small community. And it made people reluctant to use him. Wow, And they asked Jerry Bruckheimer if Johnny Depp would ever be back at some point for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And Bruckheimer said recently, not at this point, though he added the future is yet to be decided. 
And they also announced at that point that they're in talks with Margot Robbie to develop her own Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. What? Yeah. So Margot Robbie will sort of take off a, in a separate sort of world. I guess they're expanding the Pirates universe. Yeah. And so Margot Robbie, they're going to build a franchise around uh, around Margot Robbie as uh, as some sort of pirate thing. Margot Robbie has like the best career ever. She does these like Academy Award nominations. She movies. She produces everything she does, and she understands oh. franchises. Man, like so Margot Robbie doing Pirates, right? Yeah. Margot Robbie uh, doing Barbie. Yeah. Right, Margot Robbie also now doing a um, prequel set in the '60s to Ocean's Eleven. I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, good for her. She got the best career right now. Good for her. Like the absolute best career right now. So I'm looking forward to all three of those movies, man. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the guy who jumped on stage to attack Dave Chappelle did an interview. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, with the Wasn't new, he with also the, just charged with like attempted murder for well, for another guy? For yeah, his roommate or something. Yeah, like that? yeah at, a, at a rooming house that he was uh, that he was in. So a couple of things out of this interview, uh, he goes into the the, the reasons that he attacked uh, Dave Chappelle on stage. He said, "I identify as bisexual, and I wanted him to know what he said was triggering." He goes, "I wanted him to know the next time he should consider first running his material by people it could affect." And he also admitted that he was inspired by Will. Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. He said, that's not right what Chris Rock said about Will's wife calling her G.I. Jane. He said, this guy who jumped on stage said that his goal was to stand up for what he believed in, inspired by Will Smith. So if you are the part of the debate whether this was you know inspired by because i know we even had that conversation in here so mm-hmm. that's from the guy who did it himself that uh he was inspired by will smith the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, let's get to snl before anything else uh kate mckinnon so there's a lot of people saying goodbye um kate mckinnon uh ad bryant kyle mooney we'll get to pete davidson so here is uh what did they they let kate say goodbye in the cold open is that the deal so they did that that skit where they're all being talked like they get they were um, abducted by aliens and gotcha. the FBI are investigating this. Okay, okay. So here's uh, Kate McKinnon's sort of goodbye. We've been in contact with the beings. They have offered the U.S. government access to some of their technology if one of you agrees to go with them permanently. Well, I can read the room. It's me, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, why not? I always kind of felt like an alien on this planet anyway. Was she crying? She got emotional. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Love Kate McKinnon. Uh, and then over on the uh, weekend update desk, this is sort of where Pete Davidson has done his best work on SNL, and it is where Pete Davidson got to say his goodbye. Thanks. Hello, Colin and Che, and millions of people only watching to see if I bring up Kanye. <laughs> Look at me when I started here. Like, back then, I was just like a skinny kid, and no one knew what race I was. <laughs> Like, now everyone knows I'm white because I became hugely successful while barely showing up to work. (laughs) Is there there anything you're going to miss about this place? Oh, yeah. Lauren, for sure. He's amazing. He's led us through the COVID era, even though the only time he wears a mask is at his eyes wide shut parties. (laughs) There you go. Sure. Yeah. They got there. He, uh, He always gives the best advice, really. This is all true advice that Lauren's given me. 
Um, I'll never forget this. I, I called him and said, uh, when I got engaged, I said, Lauren, I just got engaged to Ariana Grande after dating for two weeks. And he said, oh, hold on for dear life. <laughs> so are you officially leaving? Yeah, man. Lauren accidentally gifted me a sock, so I'm free. <laughs> And then I remember when I auditioned for SNL, he looked me right in the eye and said, I don't think you're right for this show. So let's screw this up together. And that's exactly what we did. And that's why people who don't think I deserve this job shouldn't hate me since we have so much in common. Like, if anything, I should inspire hope, you know, like that literally anyone could be on Saturday Night Live. And I appreciate SNL always having my back and allowing me to work on myself and grow. And, you know, thank you to Lauren for never giving up on me or, you know, judging me, even when, like, everyone else was, and for believing in me and allowing me to have a place that, like, I could call home with the memories that'll last uh, a lifetime. So thank you, guys. So all the rumors a few months ago were true about all the names that yeah, were being that, dropped as potentially leaving SNL. And this is every sort of, every, once every, you know, eight, nine, you know, sometimes 10 years, you get a big shakeup like this where mm -hmm. marquee names are leaving. And, uh, I mean, Pete Davids, like his impact on that show was so huge, although yeah. he barely did anything on that show. Like I've never seen... Pete Davidson was the first one, and I remember when he first, when when he started, especially with the Ariana Grande stuff, when all that was going down. Um, it was weird because SNL had always been SNL, and nobody on SNL was sort of bigger than the show, and nobody's place on SNL superseded the show, and it never became all about them, regardless of what they had going on in their life, even with big giant movies and and, sure. and everything and everything else. Um, but Pete Davidson, it quickly became the Pete Davidson show. And so he never really fit in as a cast member because it was always just Pete Davidson. Every now and then he would do something cool, Count Chocula and stuff like that. But he was an, an anomaly when it came to the you know other people since the 70s who had been on that show because nobody, it was never all about them. Mm -hmm. Where every time Pete Davidson, and he said at the beginning of this, people are only tuning in to see if I say anything about Kanye. Yeah. Where nobody on that show ever had like personal stake that people would hope would come out on SNL. Yeah, like it, it didn't exist. Like SNL Pete Davidson to TMZ Pete Davidson. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But but normally in the past, like people have been, had stuff in their lives, but it's never made its way onto the show. Yeah. It's never made its way onto the show. And, It'd be uh, interesting and to see. Now they got all these faces, all these spots, open yeah. spots they got to fill with new faces. Yeah. But Keenan Thompson, 19 years, still going. I, at, yeah. at what point do we start talking about Keenan Thompson as one of the greatest cast members of all time? Because oh. I don't think he gets, he's not in that conversation, and I think he should be. Oh, of course. Yeah, but he's not in that conversation. When If you put a list together, if you ask people to put a list together, the best uh, SNL cast members of all time, Keenan Thompson is not it's your first, second, Dan third, Aykroyd. fourth, fifth, is Eddie he? Murphy. Gilda Radner. Oh, yeah. yeah, right? But is Keenan Thompson's the... the most consistent, I would say. Is he the longest now? He oh, is. yeah, 19 yeah. years. 19 but I, 19 years? I think the thing for Keenan is, though, he doesn't really have a stand, and I watch this every weekend, he doesn't have a standout character that he plays those other people that you've named mm. all had standout no, like multiple he characters hosts, uh, what's up with that <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. With yeah. That? yeah sure right yeah yeah but no i i hear what you say i hear what you're saying which is that uh, it's not like he it's not like and it, nothing that pete david's uh, not sorry nothing that keenan thompson ever did and i think that this is to his benefit nothing that keenan thompson ever did got old mm-hmm 
Yes. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I think that that is you get to that point on SNL where the where the characters that they've created, you know, get old. But this is a big shakeup. They got a lot of spots to fill next yeah, season. A yeah. ton of spots to so fill next season. So the rumors are true with SNL. Yeah, that Pete's moving to California season, yeah. because that's where his girlfriend lives. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but doesn't he part right? own a boat? <laughs> yeah. Does he owns a bar too? Who cares? But his girlfriend's in California. Yeah, that's totally. where you're going to find him. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oof, Dolce Gabbana really did Kourtney Kardashian dirty with that wedding dress on the weekend, huh? Oh, you didn't like it? <laughs> did anybody? Man, am I, am I being too mean? I don't think I'm being too mean, am I? Deepa, help me oh. out here. I saw it and I was like, that's your wedding dress? Like, it, it looks, <laughs> it, no, it, it looks like, a, like, it looks like, you remember um, when, uh, in, in Cosby's show, when Theo wanted that uh, designer shirt? Yeah. The Gordon Gattrell. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Denise had to make it for him. Denise made it for him and like it was all wonky and like once even longer. That sort of reminds uh. me. It looks like she really, really wanted this particular thing. And then what she got just was not that. Uh-huh. Like it looks like they did her dirty with that dress. Did, and did I know they... when you go to somebody like Dolce Gabbana and you're like, hey, let's do my wedding dress. Mm-hmm. You expect something or my wedding outfit because it's not much of a dress. No, it wasn't much of a dress. No. And then they incorporate. They did her dirty. Um. Travis, not Travis Scott. Um, Barker. Travis Barker. Travis Barker's yeah. head tattoo into the dress. Oh, I didn't her see her, her, into her veil, veil right? Yes. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm too mean. Did they but give a, a look like a prank? Did they? Oh no! Ashton Kutcher jump out, but like you've been pumped. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did they give it looked a, a bit like a prank to me. Did they give like a price tag on it? I mean, it's D and G, so whether she paid for it or not, who knows? Mm. But it's not. I don't even know. I have no idea what they would charge for that I in, in that world. Price, in that in honest. that world, yeah. Because I don't think that there would be a price. I think it's probably custom as hell. Mm. Yeah, it's also ugly as hell. Oh, damn! Wow. wow. Over two million dollars. Wow. What's that, Maureen? There, what I'm reading is estimated to cost over two million. Oh, because the jewels, right? Because the jewels. That's right. Yeah, the jewels. It's always the jewels. Damn. Hey, take it all back. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you just imagine you didn't get an invite to the wedding. Well, I know, but I know, but that, that's this is the way I've learned to handle things over life. Right? Is that you say something terribly, and then you just apologize immediately. Again, instead of I'm going to have to do it at some point later on today when somebody's like, you don't know all this other stuff, I will just yeah. apologize immediately. I apologize. I'm completely wrong about the dress. It was gorgeous. <laughs> See? Full circle. Right? Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Madonna is no longer, I've never heard of this before. So Madonna wasn't kicked off Instagram, but Madonna was blocked from going live on like, yeah, Instagram. Instagram's fine. She just couldn't go live, it's, which is weird. I've never heard of that. I've never seen this happen before with somebody. So I guess Madonna was working on a new song with a guy named Sick Kick. Mm-hmm. And they were filming themselves while they were about to go live and play a little bit of this new track. It's and so, a remix of the song Frozen. Thank you. And so this is what went down. Okay, we're going. Guys, we're going to go live. Oh my God, we're going live. What? Yeah. Uh, what the f- what We're blocked from live. For- Ew. What's happening? I've never worn <gasps> so many clothes in my life. Um, Wait, this is the best part. We want Instagram to continue to be an authentic and safe place for inspiration and expression. I'm speechless. Oh, damn. Notice how Madonna, when she's doing this stuff, doesn't have that English accent? No, but I noticed she has another accent. 
You Somewhere did? mixed well, it's in a, there. It's a yeah. muffled accent from her grills. Oh, is that what it is? Is she yeah. have grills? Oh, okay. She always wears grills. So her grills gives her a foreign accent, though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. It, I guess. I guess grills does that to everyone? Uh, so here's here's more of uh, Madonna sort of theorizing why she may have been blocked from going I don't know. It's weird. We just tried to go live and Instagram blocked me, but they're, it, they're being really mysterious about why. I don't know why. I don't have, they're not giving me a reason. It's like a bureaucracy inside of a computer. It's really weird. I haven't done anything lately. I haven't like done anything crazy. Not this week anyways. <laughs> I mean, it, it may have been a delayed reaction to my NFTs from last week, but I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. But I just want to take this oh, opportunity right. to say to yeah. the, anybody who's been waiting for us on live Instagram that we are, we're not holding things up and, you know, we're sorry. I mean, I'm sorry That's to let everybody right. down. I was yeah. really looking forward to this. I was too. I was too. But I, I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be like this forever. We'll fix that. No, it definitely is not going to be. Like, no, I'm going to. Of course, gonna, it was the I'm going to go back in time. Um, they remember she released those NFTs where she was like a caricature on a table, and then her legs were open, and things started growing out of her, like yes. trees and butterflies but and stuff kind like that. Thing. Yeah, I mean, it's an NFT. Yes. I don't yeah, know. Man. Uh, are you interested in hearing this remix of Frozen that yes. she did with Sick Kick? You are. Mm-hmm. He's a DJ and producer, and he does yeah. these remixes um, all the time, right? Right, right. And this particular one with Madonna's Frozen, he did, and it became like one of his most liked, most commented, which then caught the attention of Madonna, oh. which is why the two of them were well, trying to get on on live as well. This is going to, she's doing a whole bunch of remixes. It's going to be on an album that comes out. You can pre-order it now, Madonna.com, mm-hmm. like $200. Jesus. What? what? For an album? $200? For the vinyl, it's $200. And it's already sold out, Ooh. by the way. Bruh, of course it is. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Billie Eilish on David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No Introduction um, talks about something she has talked about before, but it made big news uh, this time around because I think in the way that she discusses it, which is she talks to uh, Letterman about living with Tourette's and she has um, like motor tics. And I guess that there was a moment in the interview where she had an eye tick and they sort of like darted off to the sides and then Letterman caught it and asked her about it. And this was that conversation. So uh, then the the awards and uh, what's going on to fly? No, I'm ticking. I'm sorry. Did did that bring that on? The lights. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. If you film me for long enough, you're going to see lots of ticks. Is that okay or not okay? I don't care. Can I ask you anything about this? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's really weird. I, I like haven't talked about it at all. The most common way that people react is they laugh because they think I'm like trying to be funny, right? They think I'm going like as like a funny move. <laughs> and so they go like <laughs> and I am always left incredibly offended by that. Yeah. Or they go like what? Yeah. And I'm like, and then I go, I have Tourette's, and then... Well, see, I was guilty of that because... No, but you... Yeah, but uh, we're sitting here talking, everything's fine, and then I, I and, and because I'm me, I think I've said something that's pissed you <laughs> off. I just thought, oh, she's fed up with me. Yeah. But that's me. <laughs> but that's, that's what's different. funny is, like, so many people have it that you would never know. A couple artists came forward and said, I've actually always had Tourette's, well, and I'm not going to out them because they don't no, want to no, talk I about it. No, no, I understand that. But that was actually really interesting yeah. to me because I was like, 
you do? Like, yeah. what? Thank you for, for uh, uh, including me in this. I appreciate it. Thank you for asking. I'm, I, I'm very happy talking about um, it. I hope to God what we've done here didn't exacerbate this. No, not at all. And it's interesting because fans of Billie Eilish have known uh, about this for a while because I think it was back in like 2019 or something like that. She um, had a whole conversation with Ellen about it. And so this is what happened uh, one of the first times Billie talked about Tourette's. You spoke about something that I think is really important and uh, and brave that you didn't intend to speak about, but uh, that you have Tourette's syndrome and that it comes out at certain times. But I think that's that's amazing that you spoke about it because you kind of take away the you know scariness of it it's something i've lived with my whole life and everybody knows like everybody in my family all my friends all the people that are closest to me know i have it and it's not anything different you know and i just never said anything because i didn't want to i didn't want that to define who i was i didn't right. want it to be like billy the artist with tourette's billy eilish is on ellen yeah i have ways of um kind of making them go away uh-huh so if i'm on like if it's like an on-camera interview or whatever that's what this is yes it is <laughs> but normally if it's like a pre-taped thing they cut out the questions right and that's when i let them out but then there was this one interview where they didn't tell me they weren't going to cut the questions out so i'm i'm sitting there answering the questions like uh-huh and then they they start asking me questions and i'm like and then everyone's like that's so funny and they made a whole yeah. there was tons of compilations like this is so funny that billy did this facial expression yeah. when really it's just a bunch of tics but yeah, so you know that. yeah, because I guess that people think that she's being rude because she's rolling her eyes a lot and and darting them out to the side and and sure. stuff like that. And then when you when you look at it, you you're just like you know you you don't know what to think, right? Yeah. Uh, but but you know this is you know just one of those things where you, you know maybe you just don't want to say anything because you don't want to be fussed over, right? Yep. Like who uh, who knows? Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough.